0: I did it all for the hooky. <laughs> <laughs> the hooky.
1: You, you can just stop that right there. Hey, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Actually, uh, th- uh, through through my job, we get a free Spotify premium subscription now.
2: Nice.
1: And the, I, I have a hard time thinking of what to listen to different. So I was like, I'll go listen to some really crappy music I to used to listen to, and I put on Limp Bizkit. <laughs> didn't take long for me to be like, oh, man, this is bad. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh...
0: The uh, the only time I ever saw Metallica <laughs> in concert, Limp Bizkit opened for them. <laughs> wow! So I had to sit through that. <laughs> Lucky you.
1: It was worth it.
2: Just how Metallica. did
1: uh, uh, Wes, whatever his last name is, I can't remember now, have himself made up? Orland. Yeah, that's it. He always did interesting stuff when they performed. Um,
2: yeah,
1: he was about the size
0: of my fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> it was in it was in Gillette Stadium. Like oh, wow. I was really far back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't seen Metallica, but I did see the Wu Tang clan the last time they all performed together nice. before BB died.
2: Nice. In
1: probably the most dangerous concert I've ever gone to. <laughs> Didn't even realize how dangerous it was until I watched a documentary on how dangerous it was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's amazing.
1: You know what else is amazing?
0: Exo Manowar number two from Acclaim. Doubt it. Josh, kick it. Hey, everybody, <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Ivar's Long Box. In this episode, we read Exo Manowar volume two, number two. And we ask ourselves are we suited for this book, or is it just in free fall? I'm Josh. I'm Martin.
1: I think a double number two sums this book up pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> This is definitely a double deuce right here.
2: Wow, really? I don't know if I agree with you completely.
1: Defend the book, Martin. No, I mean, I can't defend it. <laughs> I can't. You put like yourself it, in this position.
2: No, like, it's... All right, so compared to the original run, I think we've had this talk on Twitter, Paul. Um, probably with Dallow and maybe somebody else. Um, but, like, the original XO run was pretty good until, like, 25, 30... I mean, some people might go into maybe like forty-ish issues. I'd like
0: Until um, Ron Mars took over, that's that's.
2: So that's about forties, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say after twenty-five, it started kind of going downhill. But yeah, in the forties, it really hit the shit. Um, so this is not that. This is definitely not Venditti's EXO. But I mean, it's Mark Wade writing XO, right? So you should expect something somewhat decent. The problem with this issue is that it's not a good standalone issue, and uh, you know that's that's part of how we we judge these books.
1: I disagree. I actually think it's a fine standalone issue. Really, I mean, you have to assume stuff happened before it and stuff happens after it. But we, I mean, we obviously don't know how the the first dude got killed. Well, I mean. But we know so he got killed. says how he got killed. We right. just didn't see the story of him getting killed. But you easily know what's going on. Like the, this issue actually does a really good job of making you know what's going on uh, without having read the first issue. I, I think it's a, a fine standalone issue. Um, my main problems with it is I just found it a little tedious, and uh, you know, it's interesting seeing the art, be, you know, being. Pretty drastically different from what it was in uh, the pre-acclaim Valiant days, or you know, at least the pre-acclaim relaunch. Like uh, last episode, we talked about Time Walker number ten, which uh, was VH one, but it was after Acclaim already owned the company. Um, but you can see how they're basically still just trying to do what, what Shooter did at the beginning. that made it successful, like the arts, you know, pretty much just trying to copy that style. Uh, and this is pretty different than that i just i mean i i, I knew that this exo was different i wasn't expecting it to be the same um but i just I, I felt like this issue was sort of overloaded and um when the hell did this come out uh let's
0: see 96
1: 97 mm. um yeah and it it has a little too much uh it, like too much internal dialogue, which I think is something that you hate, right, Josh?
0: Um, you always not necessarily because, like, I really like Rorschach, so I don't, <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with internal dialogue uh, necessarily. Um, well, if the there's, character's there's always- not interesting, I don't really care for it, and I don't think that Donovan Wiley or whatever his name is is. Anywhere close to being an interesting character.
1: Yeah, I think all these characters are kind of, uh, um, I don't know, archetypes. They just, they're kind of cliche. They're just, they're, nothing really stands out about them. Right. It's very much like, this is this character that you've seen in other stuff, but he has a different name. and. Yeah, but Tony Stark is way
0: more interesting.
1: Oh yeah, it's, you know, exactly, they... There there are characters that fit certain molds but that transcend them, like Tony Stark is, you know, he's a certain type of character and there are a lot of other characters that try to be like him, but nobody you know, other characters can't be what he is because they're not interesting. You know, they Iron Man, Tony Stark transcends just like the archetype of the character. These are examples of of characters that are archetypes that don't bring anything to the table but their archetype.
0: The uh, the original X O run, I've oft- often heard people say, "Oh yeah, it's Conan and Tony Stark's armor,"
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and this is uh, boring Tony Stark and Tony Stark's armor. <laughs> so you know, Conan and Tony Stark's armor is an interesting concept and mashup, but this takes those things that were interesting about the original Valiant run and just throws them out for dull. It's so frustrating. And then then there's other things that really drive me crazy, like the villain is so over the top. And his minions, who he always screams at, so no wonder they don't want to work well for him. His minions uh, can't shoot at all. I mean the guy is constantly getting shot at in this, and uh, he's Luke Skywalker avoiding everything. (laughs) And the ship, like this giant ship being built by this guy is is so –
1: stupid of a concept yeah. that All right, that, so could, I'm that, a, that could happen
0: I'll agree with that last part
2: the other stuff I'm not so sure this um,
1: guy is just a knockoff of like M Bison i mean seriously
2: <laughs> oh the the rage guy
1: if that's his name, because I didn't give a well, crap.
2: Well, R- Rage is the organization. I can't remember his name.
1: Yeah. He just – I mean, look at him. He, like, Aside from taking M. Bison and making him boring by making him monochromatic, uh, he's got the cape. He's got the – you know I mean? He looks pretty damn close to M. Bison.
2: Hmm. I think um, the problem with this is it's, it's a rehash of stuff we already know. So you guys have already talked about Tony Stark. And in some ways, I think this origin story um, – if you were picking up from this issue, is in some way similar to, you know, the, the origin that we get with, uh, you know, if you see seen the movie, like Tony getting uh, kidnapped and being in the cave and trying to escape the terrorists. Um, it's kind of like that, and Tony is a smartass that nobody likes, just like Donovan is. Um, and I would say even Donovan's worse because he's not likable. Uh, whereas Tony Stark, even though he's a douchebag you can still kind of be like okay you know he's a smart dude like he's gonna get out of this and kind of root for him um, Donovan you don't really get that because he
0: really comes off as a giant douche and he uh, comes off as a giant douche in the beginning of every comic in the first four words right chapter right. whatever of Donovan's brain yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Screw you, jerk. Nobody cares about your brain. (laughs) Well,
2: Donovan cares about his brain very much. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I I see what you're saying. I think if this is not a bad book, it's just kind of outdated even for this time. Um, I think if this had come out like 20 years prior, it really would have been just a normal comic. Nothing special, but it wouldn't have been terrible like kind of what we're saying
1: it's just mediocre. This is the kind of comic that makes no mark on anything. Yeah. You know, you even, and it, this is a good example of why people just like pretend that uh, a claim valiant doesn't even exist. It just, it doesn't meet, it doesn't do anything. I mean, it, it's bland, you know, I mean, a, at least a bad comic makes more of an impact. You know, this is just bland.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, it's, it's some things that are interesting about looking through this is like seeing some of their own ads that kind of, poke fun at how stupid their properties are. Like, they have a ninjack ad. It says, I call on the power of ninjack, and then parentheses it says, and he thought saying Shazam was stupid. So they're saying, like, we're even, we're even stupider than Shazam.
2: Well, um, did we we haven't really... Ta- well, we talked about it a little bit when we did Troublemakers, but that was kind of the thing, right, where ninjack was kind of a, a joke kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the ads portrayed that as well.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, they. so then they, they talk about, like, at the end of it, they have on sale this month. I just think it's so funny. Ninjak number one with Nintendo 64 Japanese monsters and internet surfing already taking up his free time. I just think it's so funny that internet surfing is, uh, like, I mean, it just shows, like, the time it came out, of course. But internet surfing is, like, this thing that's a big deal. It's, like, now everybody surfs on the internet literally every damn day. It's just—it's funny to see the, the differences in time. Mm-hmm. That was the highlight of this comic book for me.
2: Yep. I think the the explanation of kind of how the armor works was kind of nice to see. Um, which, you know, we didn't read the first issue for this, um, but I did go back to the first issue. And part of the reason why the, the first wearer dies is because he's a soldier. And so Donovan can actually succeed even though he's got no training he can succeed against all these guys shooting him down uh, because the armor is kind of working with his fear of dying and so the armor kind of protects him and makes the moves for him so really he's just a brain uh behind the armor and the armor is kind of doing all the work Meh. so i thought that was cool
1: that's exciting This (laughs) this <laughs> armor protects you when you're a pussy. Good job. <laughs> That's yeah. very exciting. I'm too scared to fight, so this armor is just going to do it for me. I don't know. I just, I, I, the only thing interesting about the concept is that it was saying that, uh, you know, this guy, you know, the first guy, should have like he was a soldier. This this armor should have made him like even more, you know, more capable or more dangerous. But instead, it actually failed him because he was fearless. Right. I, I, it gives a way for that guy to die and to make this other character the main character of the book.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I guess that is like an early swerve in the series uh, where you know the first issue sets like it builds you up to think that this guy is going to be the guy that's the center point of the series. Right. And then you end up with uh, with the other guy. It's, it's kind of like uh, I don't know. It seems to me a little more like taking Peter Parker and throwing him in the Iron Man armor. Than being like a bland Tony Stark, because he's like he's smart, but he's the underdog, and he like you know starts off kind of you know he's you know geeky and afraid of stuff, and I don't know this this book was just bland. Everything about it was bland. Mark Wade is bland.
2: I will say I'm not a huge fan of Mark Wade, and I'm probably in the minority, but that's okay.
1: I like his Kazar run. <laughs> I read a bunch of his Daredevil, and I thought it was fine. But I, I mean, yeah, not, nothing about like the fact that nothing about Mark, you know, nothing else that Mark Wade has ever done stood out to me. Probably just shows that the reason I liked his Daredevil is just because I like Daredevil.
2: Mm. So I'm gonna assume you guys are gonna say this does not hold up.
0: I think the art holds up, uh, and the reason I think that is because Sean Chen got Iron Man out of this gig. <laughs> so you know, somebody saw him draw this and said, "Okay, you're gonna do real comics."
2: <laughs> okay. And
0: so uh, I say the art holds up, but I I say that the story um, is atrocious.
2: <laughs> I will say it does not hold up. However, it's not terrible, and Paul just hates it. <laughs>
1: I just I just thought it was bland. I don't even hate it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't deserve to be hated. It's not even good enough to be hated or bad enough to be hated. It's just bland.
2: What's our next book, Josh? Sure. Harbinger number 34. I don't think I ever got that far.
0: Yeah, this is uh, the new Harbinger, but they took new off the logo by this point.
2: yeah yeah. okay
0: yeah I i think they only had it up for like one or two issues
2: i think i quit at 25 oh that's too bad
0: really yeah we'll find out my favorite uh harbinger issue is in the post 25 i think one through 25 is great but my favorite single issue is in the post 25 interesting it's our second chaos effect book right uh yeah we did Yeah, Cylords, we did the
1: side C- right? one, yeah. which I really didn't count as a Silords. Yeah, uh we're gonna tag this with Chaos Effects so you buy it, but it's not gonna have much to do with it. <laughs> That's it right. worked. Yep. That's how I started that series. Yeah. <laughs> Some good old Marvel type marketing.
2: That's right. Let's wrap this episode up. You've been listening to Ivar's Longbox. You can find us on NerdyLegion.com along with our other fine shows. You listen to Valiant stuff, right? Go listen to Valiant Effort. That's a pretty good show. So be sure to visit that. You can email us, ivarslongbox at gmail.com. And until the next time, go read some Harbinger.